man. This is Dropping Jews. Yes, sir. Welcome, everybody, to this new podcast, Dropping Jews. Redefining what we thought was true. So today we wanted to talk about... Just that jewel, that energy, man. Yeah, Einstein energy. ain't gonna know how to act, man. What Nikola Tesla when you need him, <laughs> man. Ladies and gentlemen, we back. We back, man. Dropping Jews in the building, baby. We in the building. Got my man Meech on the side, man. My brother from another mother rocking since uh, G Code. What is his name? I'm sorry. P Code Train. You know what I'm saying? What's up, baby? What's up, Meech? What's the word, baby? How you doing, brother? I'm good. I'm back in the building. That's good to hear, man. I'm glad you we, uh, we back on, man. We took a little vacation. As uh, some people might say, we had to uh, take care of some things, pay some bills, you know. Of course. <laughs> of course, you know. It's, it's, it's always paying the bills, absolutely. especially in a time like this. You hear me? Absolutely, absolutely, man. You know what I mean? I feel you. I feel you, man. Well, uh, today, I, I guess we back on our, we back on our piff, huh? We talking about this oppression. We in our bag today. Yeah. It's been a lot of stuff going, going on. on the last few weeks since we ain't been in this podcast. We already talked about the brother that got shot in Atlanta. If y'all can recall, we brought up the conversation about how some of these people out here take the law into their own hands and feel like they are they are the judge and the jury. Absolutely. And the executioner. <laughs> no point intended. Huh? Uh, well, you know they just had a second one too, bro, with the Rayshard Brooks. That situation, man, bro, this is crazy. If you don't know now, you need to be concerned about what's going on. This been going on for years, and people are getting fed up with the bullcrap, man. It's time that. People need to understand that there are differences when it comes to race. Flat out. I don't care how you want to put it, how you want to say it. Y'all can say all lives matter. Y'all, you know, black lives matter. But if you can if you consider that all lives matter, then damn sure you should concern you should be considering that black lives matter as well. You know what I'm saying, bro? So I think I I I just don't understand why some people See this, and some people don't, man. You know, I I I, I understand that some people like to go hide in a corner, man, and, and 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 stick to what they are familiar with and what they're used to, and 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 don't want to address the situation. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not a glaring disparity of what's going on out here, man. I I personally believe, and I know for a fact that all lives matters. I think we. We're not saying that. Exactly. I think everybody in their right mind knows that there's only one race, a human race, a human family, that we all are interwoven together. However, 
because of how this nation has been established. Facts. Let's go. Let's go. Has been established. Facts. We must recognize and reckon with the fact that there has been systemic racism. Not only racism, systemic subversion. Okay. That is deeply rooted in the social fabric, the economic fabric, the financial fabric of America. And that is advantageous for one group. Oh, speak on it, Meech. Let's go. You know that, who that group has been ha, collectively, who has been advantageous for? Who is that? And true and true is for the rich. Speak on it. Now, the rich can make up any different race, so-called race, race or what yeah. have not. Know, yeah. But exclusively, it's predominantly held by whites. Mm. So when we say black minds matter... We speak on the continual subversion of power consolidated at the top by a small few minority who have had this reign of power since this nation has been established and continually, perpetually has this problem. Speak, me. I said problem, power. That's what I mean. <laughs> I'm on one right now. We've been on this day too long. I'm on one. Let me come back, baby. Let me, oh, let me oh, come back. Man. And it goes back to our episode, Entitlement, where we tried to tell you all about the problems that are consistently happening in America today. I mean, even if you look at the history of America, people are always trying to uh, uh, disregard the fact that slavery existed is a problem. So now that Juneteenth is a holiday, is a, is a problem to me because this is long overdue. How is ending slavery uh, not a monumental moment or not a, 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 a congratulations of moving into the right direction when you sit on that same board, I mean, sit on that same fact that Independence Day happened on 4th of July, right? You fought for your independence, right? So how is Juneteenth not to be recognized as a national holiday at this moment? I'm glad it is. It need to. Tell us how you feeling, man. man you got I'm something on your man, mind. I'm, I'm pissed, man. I'm, you, what, I, what you pissed about with you, the Juneteenth? Talk know, to us. You know, uh, a, Talk lot of, to a us. lot of people take light of the situation of what happened in slavery because they grand, great, great grandparents or their forefathers didn't have to experience slavery at the time. See, they had the opportunities. See, a lot of these people had opportunities of, of, their, of their parents or their families coming over and being able to exercise the opportunities that were granted uh, in America because of the color of their skin. So we have to be understanding that even when the Emancipation Proclamation was signed, Juneteenth didn't happen until two years later. Facts. Facts. So how is it yeah. that you do not understand my problem? And how do you take light of my situation where I've had... Uh, great great grandparents that went through slavery, right. went through lynchings, yeah, went you. through whips. You know what I'm saying? Like slavery was not a conducive, I mean, not a conducive uh, uh, place where people could thrive in just because of the color of my skin, man. So you kept me at a disadvantage for years. We're oh, talking man. about 400 something years 
And you telling me to forget about it. It's not that like that anymore. And systemic racism still exists today because of the, what you said. The, the, the forefathers that built this country knew what they were doing. Well, you, you, when I look at the problem of race, there has to be accountability on the hands of our federal government. Mm, speak on it, man. Here you go. If you want equality, you can start tomorrow changing equality. All you got to do is require employees to not or prohibit employees to not ask what somebody race is mm. on the application. Mm. That right there, overnight, you're an American. That would change the dynamic. You will prohibit news stations from colorizing criminals. Because that's what they're doing. They're colorizing criminals. Absolutely. So it creates stereotypes in people's minds. Shit, even I'm stereotypical against my own people because of the news. The news got me reaching for my gun in the hood. <laughs> the hood is the condition that... The capitalist system created. Absolutely. But they want me to blame the, the people, black people, people the, the people hood. who are a condition right. of systemic oppression. Right. Okay. And we got to understand this took years, right? I think so. So it's not like, <laughs> it's not like oh, one year we were just poor and then that was it. No, I agree. I so agree. they kept us in a situation to where yeah. we couldn't it, it, it advance because of the color of our skin, redlining, uh, 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 human basic human rights. <laughs> you, we, you we, we talking up. about? Yeah. So I just don't understand how y'all find this light and funny, like it's a freaking joke. Like it's not a funny moment right now. Right now, you know what I'm saying? It's a reason why a lot of people or a lot of things or a lot of protests are happening in the country right now today because people are fed up and tired of the bull crap, man. But you know, for me, you know what it all comes down to ultimately, and this is the biggest problem of America, it comes down to accountability. Like facts, ultimately, facts. like if ho police officers who abuse the law are held accountable, do you think others are going to do it? No. Do you think when you go to a job, and you've been there 10 years, and you interview for a position, you way more past the qualifications. Your own job that you've been on, you're a veteran employee, they don't even call you back, and they underscore you and get somebody outside the organization with limited experience. That's the type of shit we talking about. There's no accountability for the bullshit that goes on around us. And I think I, that's what I, I'm starting to love about this whole protest is that we want to hold people accountable for the bullshit because America is not about accountability. Look at your fucking president. The motherfucker continually talk about Obama. I mean, I, Obama's far from perfect, but come on, when you going to move the fuck on and talk about your own presidency and shit? You know, <laughs> what you say? No, that's real though. No, man. I'm like, just you got to talk about it. Yeah. What is what is your plight, I, man? Accountability, bro. You like know that's what I'm but 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 when but when you look at macro and microcosm of these things, you see a lot of people in this country don't hold themselves to the standard that they expect, and then when they get apply pressure onto them, they like to brush it off, or they like to conspire with other people to subvert 
the people pu- applying pressure to them. I see it time in and time out. And it's going to steadily happen, man. I think it's time now that they, they are. I think you need to make the conversation uncomfortable. I think you need to to, to push back. You know, all that old, uh, you know, just just uh, sit back and be a good boy, all that, that shit over with, man. I'm tired of that right now. Um, it's time for y'all to feel uncomfortable because we've been feeling uncomfortable Facts. for years. And, and until you understand that feeling, until you've been in that position, dog, that shit is not good. And until you realize that it's been a disadvantage. Yeah. I don't want to hear that shit about pull yourself up by the bootstrap. Goddamn me, it's still neighborhoods you can't move into because of the color of your skin, bro. Like, so let's let's keep that let's keep that in, in mind. Also, you gotta keep in mind that it's a it's a uh a rumor that if you move in certain neighborhoods that the, 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 the price of that uh property goes down. How the fuck is that possible? You know what I'm saying? So you gotta understand this shit is bigger than 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 than, than racism, slavery. Like you said, bro, this this whole construct of this country and what it's built on as far as capitalism and what it stands for operates in a way. Think about it. George Washington had a chance to fucking get rid of slavery when he got in office. But his motherfucking ass was so I'm sorry, but his motherfucking ass was so weak and so punkish. That he said that he didn't see the uh, uh, the uh, uh, opportunity. I mean, not the opportunity, but he didn't see the benefit of of getting rid of his slaves because he enjoyed the uh, benefits he was getting from them serving him. So this the shit is I'm talking about. So when y'all, yeah, you know, when people get mad when motherfucking General Lee, the 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 uh, statue of General Lee get pulled down, that's what he represents. It's just like the Nazi flag to the Jews. That's what the Confederate flag represents to us when we when we uh, go in those southern those southern uh, states in America. So y'all, I think you need to understand that. It's just like us. That's just like a. Um, well, I can't say that. I was going to say like a British flag coming on the Fourth of July or something. Like who 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 was that man? Oh, we got somebody that said, "Where about are you from in the states?" So. But I'm just saying, man, I, I I really don't understand why people are looking at oppression as like it's not a real thing. It's really necessary, and, and, and these conversations need to be had. I think they do. They need to be had, but I'm I'm just tired, and I, it ain't no disrespect because I love white people. The white people I love, y'all know who I love. I love <laughs> white people, like regular, everyday white people who I come around, who I work with, who I hang out with. They good people. But the fucking news, when you look at the fucking news, every white, quote unquote, white person is racist. That's not fucking true. That's not fucking true. But you got a lot of white people who don't want to address this shit. They don't want to talk, take this head on. When we say black lives matter, we talking about the systemic oppression, systemic subversion that has been in this country since its inception. That's what we's talking about. That has disenfranchised a group within this, within this country who are supposed to be experiencing the American dream, dream right? Yeah. So we all supposed to be on equal footing, but when we look at laws 
for instance, like the Homestead Act of 1863, where they allowed whites to go move west and get land, those opportunities was not afforded to a lot of blacks, if that makes sense. No, I, I understand what you're saying, man. It's, it's... So black and also Black Lives Matter. Pie bean. What what my pie bean say? <laughs> we oh oh you got the same shit in Australia. <laughs> There's a lot of Aboriginal black people in, in Australia. Australia. Absolutely, absolutely. We from St. Louis. That's where we from in the states. Just to answer your question, <laughs> <laughs> we on one right now. Uh, so, what my man is saying, he's trying to make a point. If you're not a part of the solution, then you're part of the problem, correct? Facts. Like he said. Now, shout out to the ones that have been speaking up. I agree. You know, the ones that have been at the protest marching. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to them. You know what I'm saying? We're not saying we're against white folks, but we are against the systematic racism that occurs on a daily basis. And people that encourage it by going along with it because... It's safe for them in a way to where they are participating in, in in the conduct of systematic racism. Right. And and I agree. And you know what? Uh, the comment is so on point. I, I do agree that marching, it only goes so far, but it's a start. It's definitely a start. And we must get into the legislative body. And that's where true change happens. So... You start and bringing attention, then me personally, I want to go to judges' houses. I want to go to attorney houses. I want to fuck up the whole system yeah. because you apply pressure to these motherfuckers. If anybody have ever read or have any knowledge of the French Revolution, <laughs> I know this, I'm going hella extreme with this. <laughs> I am, I'm going hella extreme with the fear, but. Even though there was some other behind the scenes shit going on with it. But the whole fact is, is that they went after people. You go after people, position and power, you apply pressure on them, and you change the laws. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, man. I do feel that. So, <clears throat> no, nah, but I wanted you to expound on that French Revolution because you was, you was going somewhere with that, man. Oh, they was killing people left and right up in that deal. Like it was, it was bad. Like, I, I mean, I don't want to get too off topic, but you know, basically, it was a lot of the problem was wealth and not wealth, and a lot of people didn't have much. And eventually, there was an uprising, or that's the historical. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to get into the behind the scenes because yeah, yeah, it's not yeah, worth yeah, for the I got interest you. of time. <laughs> But long story short, they was killing people. It was wild. Guillotine, pop, chopping off heads, chopping off heads, chopping off whoever. Oh, this person is. Okay, right, chopper. Right, right. I mean, and so I'm not saying chop off people's heads, but what I'm saying is you go to these people's houses and you apply pressure on these these lawyers, these prosecutors, judges, attorneys, defense yeah. attorneys, these attorney judges. Generals, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Attorney generals, yeah. district attorneys. attorneys all yeah. it is, you, you have to go off to these people. Even Like even the Epstein documentary, if you've seen it. You know what I'm saying? The attorney general in Florida, I can't Come think on, of the gentleman name, but he, oh, these, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, these women about. out here was getting molested and you freaking you made, let them up. Cut a deal. Oh, you cut a deal with the dude. Yeah. This is what we talk about when we talk about accountability. That's what it's all about. 
it's not necessarily Black Lives Matter means accountability Ability. to me. Yeah, absolutely. We want to hold you accountable for continuing to kill unarmed black men. I just can't go on the job and do anything reckless, correct? They hold me to a standard, correct? Yeah. They do evaluations on me every year. Facts. Facts. So it should be the same way in, in your seat, in the politician seat, in the police seat. So we 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 gotta understand dog, that 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 we we just want opportunity and equal opportunity and accountability for shit that you do. It's just like a child when you're raising your home. You're gonna hold that child accountable when they do wrong things, correct? Right. I agree. So why shouldn't that shit be mattered in in in, in life situations when it comes to adults, man? We have especially in certain uh instances of nah, uh, of careers or whatever. No, I agree. And we also have a militarized police force. So I didn't realize until these figures start coming out how much money is get, allocated yeah. to the police force. And then when people say defund the police, no, they're not saying bankrupt the police department. They saying take 10, 15% to allocate it back into the community that's underserved. Absolutely. How can you have a community, right, that's below the poverty line, but 60% of your budget, 40% of your budget is going to the police force? What do they do that at? And only how are you getting going to education? How are you taking tax dollars and re reinvesting communities going to the police? It don't you militarizing the police? It don't make sense, man. Well, I think they need to address the education, but the people that are in control right now don't consider uh, public education to be a priority right now. They more into the privatized education right now, and what's happening is. The people that are in those communities that you're talking about that are over policed, they don't have any 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 uh, outlets to to do things. I remember when I was a kid, man, it was things that you can go, things you can do, uh, um, opportunities uh, as far as you know what I'm saying, uh, being in, in sports, uh, going skating, uh, having some kind of club for children. So right now, I mean, and then the education right now. It's taking a hit because of the people that's in charge of the education, Department of Education. <laughs> they cutting funds left and right because they don't see the 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 benefits of having public education because they for and then a lot of times these these people are bought by lobbyists. Well, it ain't a lot of times. It's all the time, right? So their interests are aligned with the lobbyists that are paying them. So then. A lot of people are getting sacrificed from getting those same opportunities, man. And that shit hurts. And that shit hurts, bro. It's all about trying to be able to be on the same plateau and not look. And, and when you come in at a disadvantage, it makes your job 10 times harder, bro. I agree. So how do you expect me to feel comfortable in a situation that I'm in where y'all look at me already as a disadvantage. Because as I said before, as I say again and again, and I'm going to have to say in the future, ingrained within this system, which is capitalism, you have to have exploitation because you cannot capitalize if there's not exploitation. Absolutely. Absolutely. So somebody be like, Meech, what you talking about? Okay. So in a way, and you might not see this as exploitation, but say, let's use uh, Jeff Bezos, right? Dude already knew computers. Dude just was a wizard. So 
according to how our society is structured based on Darwinism, he was at the high high point of the social food change because he was, air quote, smart. He was smart. Jeff Bezos is smart because he knows how to run computers and he set up Amazon and he did all this stuff, yeah, right? He's CEO of Amazon. That's what he but there's an ex- exploitive part of that because I don't know how to run computers. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Everybody has a niche, though, like you said. Right. Right. But... He can take advantage of what I don't know in the marketplace and charge me a price at a profit for his convenience, which he can use to buy politicians down in D.C. And ultimately, he's gonna it's going to keep circling back to him versus redistributing to everybody else. Mm. Even though this land that we have in this country, this green land that are... Soldiers fought for in the Civil War and American Revolution. <laughs> they fought for this land. This land is for everybody, right? Yeah. This is supposed to be for everybody, but now they created private property. property. No, this is my land. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So this is how this subtle exploitation that goes on within this system, and it's going to continue to happen unless you change the system. But you, you implode it from within. Go ahead. It goes back to what you said. The structure of capitalism empowers those certain individuals, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. It's all about profit. I'm not concerned with, 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 I'm not a role model. I'm not concerned with community. I'm concerned about how much money I can make off of you right, as facts. an individual. And how can I optimize that? That's what we live in right now, man. That's what we are living in right facts. now. And so when we calling out people for that stuff and understanding that these type of behaviors. And then you got to understand, generational wealth happened in certain communities that didn't happen in others because we were already at a disadvantage. So when you think about the Rothschild, when you think about the uh, Vanderbilts, you're thinking about generational wealth where their grandchildren, and, their, and, and, and that's right. all part of the capitalism structure that is occurring in America right now. Agreed. The social uh, uh, injustice that is going on doesn't matter to them because they live in their own bubble. They ain't got to. They ain't got to. They ain't got to deal with it. I agree, a thousand percent. Right. So if they had to deal with that, then this issue would have been resolved long time ago than what we're talking about now. And that's just the uh, issues, you know, about you know. What's going on right now, man? And, and, and people got to understand that these times right now is holding you accountable. People getting tired of the, uh, what did what did Malcolm X say? Malcolm X say about riots? Those are the pe- these are the people uh, are the people that are unheard. That's why riots are happening because they feel like they are unheard. They've been they've been complaining about the situations that they're in and the disadvantages that they're going through. So you have to understand that even though y'all saying, oh, why are these people doing that? These these people are mad, man. You got to think about it. You just seen a man had his knee on a black man's neck. The police had his, uh, his knee on a black man's neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds, bro. Eight minutes and 46 seconds. When your job is to protect and serve. Am I correct? So how do you... 
figure that people would not be upset. That's my question. How do you figure that people will not man, be upset? I, man, I can't. I had to stop at the looting part because you want to know what looting is? I ain't say I L- just... L- Looting is when the Federal Reserve say they finna buy junk bonds on us. <laughs> <laughs> that is looting. Like, like a motherfucker stealing a TV at Target. That's bullshit. Target got fucking insurance, insurance and yeah. shit. You can't tell me that's looting. A motherfucker looting right in front of you in the open and they telling you on CNBC we looting y'all motherfuckers. Flat out. That's fucking looting. Don't, don't bring me no bullshit when a motherfucker stealing a TV and stealing some socks and shit. That ain't, that's bullshit. The Federal Reserve say they got unlimited money, unlimited liquidity to the market. Junk bonds. Facts. Junk bonds. Facts. Hold on, let me say it again. Junk bonds. Facts. Hey, a junk bond to me is like, you know that motherfucker, you know that they never paid you back. Take it from my You'll be stupid if you gave a motherfucker $10,000 and 10 years later he had the nerve to ask for you again. Not bonds, not barn. Not barn, yeah. Bonds. I, I got a little accent. <laughs> junk bonds. Junk bonds. Corporate junk debt. <laughs> but look, you'll be a fool to give. No, bonds. B like O N D S. Yeah, B O N D S. Bonds. Yeah, B O N D S. You'll be a fool to give a motherfucker you gave $10,000 to 10 years ago and he asked you for it again. That's pretty much what the Federal Reserve said. Hey, these motherfuckers owe this money, but I'm finna pay off, I'm finna give it right back. They going to double back. You know you ain't going to get that shit. You hear me? <laughs> you know that's what I'm that is looting. Yeah. That's looting to me. So yeah, you might see somebody stealing a little her and there. I just can't get with it because I know the real thieves do it on CNBC. They do it on Fox News business. Those are the real thieves. Can you expound on that when you say that? American greed. <laughs> American greed. <laughs> American greed. That's that's it. I ain't got to expound on nothing more than that. It's just American greed. That's it, flat out. And it goes on. And, and quant- see, it's neoliberal policies. Mm. That's what it is. Neoliberal policies. Yeah. Speak on that. What do you mean? I mean, what 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 kind of policies you talking about? As far basically, government government intervention in the economy by debt. Debt. Creates wealth, right? So it debt's supposed to create inflate expansion, right? And if you do it supposedly air quotes the right way, you can find a perfect storm with growth and inflation. That's the principle behind it. But the theory behind it right now is we all fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) See. <laughs> hey, so 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 the IMF and World Bank exists after the Bretton Woods Agreement in nineteen, I want to say forty six or nineteen forty three. One of those, the Bretton Woods. If you got a chance, look up the Bretton Woods. Who's that? Theodore uh, Roosevelt? No, uh, no, that was Frank around Franklin. Franklin but but so I mean, yeah, I said Theodore, England Franklin. was the prop, the powerhouse, right? Right. But right. as they got depleted during the war, America came in and they all. Came into agreement with the Bretton Woods Agreement. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Bretton, look it up. Bretton Woods. 
And this was pretty much, this what made America the world power it is today. Absolutely. Because all the other countries that was in the war, especially England, had to concede that America was the superpower, was the number one nation. So the financial system- See, This is World War One, right? After World War Two, World War Two, yeah, you. I got you, okay. yeah, because they, yeah, that's were, right, because World War One was in the 30s. England was bombed the fuck down. You yeah, heard me? Yeah, they yeah, were yeah. Germany, boy, they killed them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so after the Bretton Woods Agreement, they, that changed the monetary policy, and that's why to this day, most of the central banks that we affiliate with, they come to. Uh, United States for money, so yeah, I don't want to get too deep in there. Oh man, I don't yeah, know. Man. I, I, you I, my, my boy, he yeah. say he good with that shit. Yeah, <laughs> buddy, we talk that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely, baby. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, it's called dropping jewels. It's a unit of energy, exactly, baby. Exactly. Go ahead. If y'all don't know who Meech is right now, <laughs> this is the national treasure guy. He's Nicholas Cage off the national <laughs> treasure. He's going to inform you about American history and American policy that is going on right now. <laughs> I'm telling you, this but man in my is own, verse. Yeah, but in, in my own way. Own way. Hey, but that's why I respect you, though, yeah, bro. You, I'm you not going to spice shit, it up. Yeah. I'm not going to give it to you. Well, you know, you know, let me use these big-ass words, and it don't make sense. You got to make sense to people. You just got to talk to people straight. That's one thing I learned. So. Absolutely. I, I think it was a combination of things, the COVID-19 Go ahead, speak on it. And then the uh, uh, racial injustice that's been occurring, especially, you know, with the 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 innovation of technology right now. So now you're seeing a lot of recordings, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're seeing a lot of deaths that are happening that are not exposed, and and then uh, and then um, a lot of people like to say that white people die just as much as as the black people. <laughs> but how much do black people make up in America? As a citizen. Maybe 13, 14%, maybe. If that was 50, 60 million out of 320 some million people, that's really not a lot. So, 20, what, three, so when you put that in math perspective, how does that look? Disproportionate. Absolutely. So <laughs> that's, the best how, that's why people have an issue with that now, man. It's been going on for years. Look, Rodney King happened in the 90s, right? 90s, he, he, yeah, he, 1993. Exactly. Yeah. And then be, after that, it's been nothing but, I know in my neighborhood where I come from, that was a norm for brothers to get beat by cops, man. So, like you said, the abuse of power has been consistent in America forever since the times of what I'm looking for, the uh, creation of the Constitution, man. You always be, have you always have to have somebody that's at a disadvantage. But even before then, there, so oh so, yeah, that's true. That's so, true too. So, you so, right. So, right. So even before the American, well, it's a little bit. It's around this period of time. But there was an incident uh, called Shays Rebellion, and in Shays Rebellion, it was uh, former troops rebelling because they was looking to seek money from the government Absolutely. that they was owed. Yep. It happened. It happened after uh, World War One too. So it happened after World War One. They was actually had tent cities on Washington D.C. Capitol in the '30s because they wanted they guaranteed money from World War One that they didn't get, and it happened in Shays Rebellion. But good old George Washington, what what's up? 
Go, go ahead and finish. No, I'm just, I'm feeling oh, check, myself. Check this shit, dog. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm, t- I'm feeling myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me talk my shit. You know what I'm talking about? You hear me? <laughs> uh, go ahead, Mish, but go ahead. Pretty much the same thing happened to Shavers. But what I'm saying is George Washington curved it with a look because he found out. And my point is, is that the the biggest problem is really not about skin color. The biggest problem is economics. That's the Absolutely. biggest problem in this country. In any country where you have a system how we have, and most system is about those who have and those who have not. And until we solve that issue, and we it's not something that's gonna be solved overnight. We will never find the equality we all seeking for. Absolutely. I think everybody should have an even playing field. Absolutely. I think everybody should have this afforded the same opportunities to education. I feel everybody should have the opportunity to go to college. I feel everybody should get a choice on what they want to learn, yeah. right? I feel like everybody and how they learn, everybody got different styles on how they learn, and it's, the school should be tailored to that, right? And I think we pigeonhole people into things that, that do not... Uh, Bring out the best in these individuals. Go well, ahead. Just like you said, with the educational, is systematically you need employees to employ these. I mean, to work for these employers. Right. So, what you're talking about don't benefit the employer because if just like I was telling you before, a lot of times they don't teach us about entrepreneurship. No, they don't. You're right. They don't teach. They don't us teach us about entrepreneurship. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, the the employer always going to need somebody that needs to, to work for them in order for their business to prosper. That's just the capitalistic way. You know what I'm saying? So you always going to need a PI, not disrespecting anybody, because I'm I'm one too, because I work for a company as well. But I'm just saying. You ain't, no, you still alive. You ain't no PI. Well, man. that's true. That's true. Yeah, you know I'm that's saying. That's true. It's, that's true. As soon as that's true. It's a process. That's right. You're, it is a process. You and your process. But me and my guys, we we trying to uh, eradicate that situation into, until we'll, we be self sufficient to where Absolutely. we want to work because we want to work. But that's a different story. But like I was saying, a lot of these people, man, they don't, they don't, they don't want to teach you about entrepreneurship because it's not enough people to, be business owner and not enough workers to work for that business owner. I agree. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So, so <laughs> Andrew Yang for president. <laughs> I love it. Wanko! Freedom dividend. Freedom <laughs> dividend. Hey, I fuck with Andrew Yang on the low. On the low. On the low, 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 low. I said you was going for it in the yeah. debate. <laughs> I was going for him, but you know, my, my dude came to the debate with no town, you know, and all of that. I'm like, I'm fucking with Yang. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? And that's another thing, man. We always feel like that you have to be fitting a certain persona in order to be accepted in certain arenas of careers, man. And 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 that shit needs to stop, man. I need somebody that's real. I need somebody that's going to be 100 with me. I don't need nobody that's going to motherfucker put a bow, a gif on Facts. it, and it's bullshit. Facts. So Facts. we need somebody that's going to really actually give us the opportunity to to uh, that, that is afforded to everyone as a human race instead of as a, a, a rich or poor. Because you always going to need the poor in order for the rich to thrive, bro. And that's that's really what we haven't come to terms with. Absolutely. I think the biggest lie is to let people know that it's going to be a rich and it's going to be a poor. 
That's it. I mean, there's no other way around it. That's why the laws are the way they are. And that's Absolutely. why I love, like I said, the protest is just a start. Right, right, but right, right. But I love what's going on because, shit, tomorrow I got June 19th off. Like, And this was long overdue. Like, Come on, man. You got a Christopher Columbus Day, but you don't Come have on, a June bro. 19th yeah. day. Come on now. How can you discover a land that you that you came and people was already here? That's why I tell my daughter, I say, baby girl, how can I come to your room and say I discovered your room, but you've been living in this room for like five or six years? What sense does that make? How can I discover something that you've been here already? That shit don't make sense, bro. That's like me coming to your house, me just say, I discovered this house. Uh, Facts. Thank you. Uh, Facts. Talk uh, to it. Talk that shit. You know what I'm saying? In your bag. I already you know. Me? Yeah. You was a part of the slave trade, bro. What benefits did you give to 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 uh, society as a whole? I'm not talking about Spain or England. I mean, Spain or, or wherever, uh, Portuguese. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about straight human. I'm talking about when you look at humanity as a whole. I'm I'm, I'm disparaging all that shit about color. <laughs> See, the problem is y'all y'all incorporated color in the situation in the first place. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So that's y'all why created the identity the politics. Y'all exactly. created it. Y'all y'all get mad at people using identity politics when y'all created it. Absolutely. <laughs> Man, we going on this motherfucker. Let's keep going. I'm bro. just saying. <laughs> Are we going to talk the real shit or are we not going to talk the real talk shit? Talk that real shit. I'm just shit. saying, now how you going to sit up here and get mad at, at lesbians because and, and gays because they want equality, yet the very nature, the reason why they want equality because you establish white supremacy. So they want to chase white supremacy. So they want the same type of equality opportunities that are afforded to them as white supremacy has. That's some real shit, bro. Come on now. Come on now. We talking that. Come on. That's we on the this, standard, That's ain't the standard. <laughs> white supremacy is the standard. We all just trying to catch up. All right, that's some real stuff, bro. <laughs> I didn't even look at it like that. That's you, what it's all. Right, though. We try to catch up to exactly, the standards. Exactly. So how you going to sit up there and talk about, it's this Jordan Peterson. He's a psychologist, and he's a real smart guy, but he's like, oh, identity politics. Bro, don't you know the white man created identity politics? <laughs> how the fuck you going to get mad at somebody wanting the same opportunities afforded to them as the white man? I'm just saying. Am I tripping or what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, it is about destroying the system. No, it's always about destroying the system. But you got to understand there's people that are against people who speak it like for their own wants and needs. And it comes from somewhere. It's rooted in somewhere. It's rooted because, like, you don't know how to be a basketball player Unless you watch Michael Jordan. Absolutely. Like, you watch Michael Jordan, you watch Kobe Bryant, you watch Allen Light, you start loving the game. Mm, absolutely. So you don't know how to identify yourself as such, whatever that may be, unless you learn from the nature in which you were created in. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do do let's see if they call in. Cause they come come on. Do you wanna call out? You gotta like come, come on. <laughs> hey, right now, man, we're gonna take calls right now. So if you wanna call in, man, we appreciate that you call in right now. Um, you know what I'm saying? We've been going, but we, we, we wanna hear from you all, man. So so if you wanna call in, go ahead and call in right now. We just we just discussing that the situation that's going on with oppression. 
and the way that it, it it's happening right now, and that's why you got these chain of events that's occurring right now, especially in the, in the United States of America, um, and and in other countries as well. So don't don't don't, don't let me dispel that, but in other countries as well. So the 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 oppression that is received from people that are understanding what's going on right now that that identify with the uh uh, uh communities that they living in is is needed. All right, here we go. We got a call coming in. How you doing today, bro? Good night, mate. How are you? No, I'm good, man. From Australia, huh? Yeah, yeah. Go yeah. on, go on ahead, I man. really enjoy your show. Oh man, we appreciate it, man. Go ahead and say what you got to say, though, man. Go ahead and make your comment, man. Yeah, I guess um, like it's interesting to listen. Like you guys are obviously um, pretty well. Uh, when I say educated, I mean like researched. Like you've you've looked into this stuff. You understand the systems. And there's a lot of people. We we get a lot of American politics through our TV mm. in here, and we're watching what's happening over there, and. We've got a lot of people starting to activate now as well. And because they're sick of the same shit, the same shit's happening here and has been happening here for fucking 200 years, you know? Absolutely, yeah. And people yeah. are starting to activate themselves. And what I think, to me, like it's, it's kind of sad that it's um, a black and white thing, but it's got to start somewhere. And the white thing, those fuckers that made these systems that kept those people poor... You know, and they, and they kept they kept black people kept kept they kept them kept by welfare, kept by poverty, kept by sickness, and so they had nowhere to go. You know, they stole the children off them here in the twenties, mm. mm. and said that they you know and they farmed them off to white families and stuff. But they tried to ruin it. You know, absolutely. Can you speak and, um, on that though, as as far as the Australian history? Well, can I tell you about it? Yeah, yeah go, ahead. Ahead. go ahead, go, go ahead. ahead. We go listen. Ahead. We listening right now. So in, in um, 1700, 1770, something like that, 1788 it was, um, the English turned up. Now the Chinese had been to the shore and they'd traded with Aboriginal people through the northern part of Australia for probably ever, you know. Um, certainly in the 1400s, the Chinese had got maps of Australia, so they knew Australia was there. Right. And then... The Dutch had come down and the French turned up, but none of them really wanted to be here because it's hot, dry, and, you know, it's pretty harsh living. So Mm -hmm. the English came and they started sending all their convicts to Australia. So anyone that was a felon got sent to Australia. If you stole a loaf of bread, that's it. You get 12 months hard labor in Australia, never to return, you know. So what they did was when they turned up, the first fleet that came was um, uh, Captain Arthur Phillip, and he, he actually had a reasonable um, relationship with the indigenous people of the area. Like he, he built on it and, and they had some level of respect. But 20 years later when the second fleet came in, those people were like, they were entitled fuckers, you know, like they came in and just wanted to take everything. So mm. things started to go off the rails real quick. And Australia's got a disgusting history of massacres, um, of introduction of smallpox and introduction of like grog and tobacco and mm. things that that took away these indigenous cultures um they stole land off them um you know they were treated very unfairly and one of the things that happened in the australian schooling system like i was schooled in the 90s the 80s and 90s and we were told that captain cook 
the English discoverer, discover, discoverer. Yeah, yeah. And you say Captain Cook. Yeah, it was just, I yeah, it was indoctrinated, yeah. you know? Yeah, I heard yeah, of him. Yeah. Wow. They didn't oh. even tell us about the Chinese. They didn't tell us about the, you know, the fact that they did these atrocities to these um, local people. These people have been there 50,000 years. Like, that's a fucking long time. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's a long, yeah. They're still not in our constitution. They're still wow. not recognised as citizens of Australia. Wow. That's amazing. And that is crazy yeah. shit, hey. There was white Australia policies that they developed and um, where they pretty much said we're going to breed them out um, or kill them off. They used to poison water holes. Uh, like wow. it, it's, it's a disgusting history. No, nah, that's good. That's good for the people to hurt. Keep going. I, yeah, I'm enjoying I'm, yeah. listening you to just you. dropping some knowledge on us, dropping jewels, as we say. So this movement is like, and I, I do, like I'm a white fella. But hey, we still brothers. So, I so you gotta understand. Like, I don't, I don't use white as an indictment on all white people. Right, no. right. We don't. Yeah, I don't say it that way. Yeah, no. Yeah. I'm just saying when I when I speak, it's not towards people because I love white people. I love it. Don't matter. Sure. It's well, just we love everybody. It's just the system in and of itself has mm-hmm. been consolidated by a small few of bad white people. Exactly. It's the same way with the cops. Yeah. The same it's way with the cops. cops. Yeah, 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 small few. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of bad eggs, you know, and they ruin everything. Yeah, right, right, um, right. But what's good is people have had enough. Yeah, people are sick and tired of that shit, so they're calling it out, and it's accountability. It's what you're talking about, you know. Absolutely. And who, who the, who the fuck are we, as, as, any color, to take that away from whoever is oppressed? whether they're Jewish or whatever, you know, it doesn't matter. We shouldn't be taking away their frustration just because it doesn't fit, you know? And I feel that this movement that's happening is waking people up and it's shaking the system. And hopefully if they shake it hard enough, it'll break, you know? So my question to you is how is it out there in Australia right now? So is, are there any protests? Yeah. Um, or yeah. is there anger and frustration with the police for how was hold on? Yep. Let me take a step back. How was the police out in Australia? Because so I've never been. We do have, we do have some like there has been things brought to, to life through this movement. Like there's 432 deaths in custody, Indigenous deaths in custody. Wow, since that's 1990. A lie, right? No, mm-hmm. I said that's so a lie. Yeah. So what's happened is that this, this movement's brought all these facts out, which is really good. On the news in the last three weeks, there has been pictures of police brutality to uh, Indigenous people. But I think that's more of a, a, a cultural poverty problem because some of those people had no money, so they had to resort to um, black market income, whatever that might have been, and so they get targeted, and then it yeah. becomes this cycle. Yeah, you know? absolutely. You're speaking my language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's like they had no opportunity, so you know they're trying to make money on the side, absolutely, because they didn't get the education or they got fucking like we've still got our grandparents, like, and I'm talking the people of the '50s, they were stolen generations of the '20s, so they were kids that were taken from their parents off the off the, what do you call them over there, um, like the native missions or, or whatever you call it? Like the, uh, I know, you know the, the yeah, the pilgrimage, like right. the Christian yeah, pilgrimage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Missionaries. Yeah. Missionaries, yeah. that's missionaries. what they call yeah. them. Yeah. 
So they kidnapped. Hold on, Matt. You about to get me turned the <laughs> fuck up right now, bro. I'm, see, I'm already <laughs> boiling right now. I'm boiling. Yeah. Like I'm listening to you boiling because I I don't know much about Australian I history. Mean, either. Yeah. We, so by you, you, you telling me this, like I'm ready to go on a flight right now and be like, bro, where you at? Let's go protest. You hear me? I'm ready. I'm gonna bring some Uncle so, Nearest too. So what's happened is that the that these these stolen generations, they're our grandparents at the moment, right? Or they're our, they're our indigenous grandparents. They're our elders. And what happens, I think, and I've been talking to my wife about it is, because um, she's a, a indigenous New Zealander, um, who in New Zealand, when the English came, they fought them because they were really good at fighting. They'd, they'd jumped a lot of islands to get to New Zealand, so they knew how to fight. Yeah. They'd killed and eaten people to get to where they got to. So the English turned up. And they said, fuck this. And they started fighting him for, you know, 50 years. And they ended up drawing a truce with the Queen in New Zealand. It's called the Waitangi Treaty. And that's worth looking up because basically the Maori people, Maori people of New Zealand signed, a, signed an agreement with the Queen, not with the government. So wow. they don't see that they have an agreement with the government. What? Hey, man, you gonna have to put that in the text box so I can say that because uh, I love yeah. reading yeah, shit. So man, yeah, yeah, put you, that in the text box. Yeah, right I'm now. listening, man. I, I'm a student too. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah, we both are because because what you're saying right now, especially when so you're the, talking about Captain Cook and all that, man. This is this is invaluable information. So the Waitangi Treaty is worth looking up because what it is, is it's sovereignty. It remains to be a sovereign nation because they agreed with the Queen. So the royals in New Zealand, the Maori people, will they have respect for the, the, the royals because they made an agreement with the royals. They don't have respect for the government, right? Right, absolutely. Because the government wants to displace them all the time. So it's the same shit, it's just a different country. <laughs> yeah, it is. In Australia, we don't, is. we don't have sovereignty. Y'all don't have sovereignty? We don't have sovereignty for our indigenous people. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. I got what okay. you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Um, there is a really good case, which is worth looking up, um, and it's called Eddie Marbo. And I'll write it in here. Um, and Eddie Marbo, he, he was working on a cattle station, and he, he, he walked off. He said, you know, this is my land too. Um, we can share it, but I need to be recognized as it was, it was my land originally. So he... he um, started this movement, he took him to the Supreme Court and he won the case. And what happened was that the Prime Minister, um, Gough Whitlam back in the 70s, had this really beautiful moment. It's a, it's a lovely photo when you look up the Eddie Marbo story. I, I, I'm start, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, looking, looking up at as right we now, speak. Right. You hear me? I'm listening to you. Hey, you dropping some jewels. So Gough, the dirt in the hands, yeah? Yeah, I So see. what he did was the Prime Minister picked up the dirt from the ground and he dropped it into Eddie Marbo's hands and there's this beautiful picture of him saying, Here's your country back. You know what I mean? Mm. And so what it did was it created a a, 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 um, a concept of, and precedent in law that they could claim native title on things. So they started to regain some country. Um, so there was some, there's been a lot of progress, but um, I don't know if you guys listen to hip hop at all. Um, over there. Hey, you know, that's the American yeah, that's way. I don't know if you know, you've been in America yet. You've been in America yet. Yeah. So oh. there's a guy called AB Original, which is Aboriginal, <laughs> but he's a hip hop artist, and I, I want you to got you guys to check him out. Okay. Um, because there's a song that he's got called 26th of January, uh, which is about you know uh, the Australia Day celebrations, which is basically celebrating colonialism 
but they're saying it doesn't mean shit to us, you know, like this is not an important day for, for our Indigenous people. And the other one is um, Call Em Out, and Call Em Out is, is a song that's really quite um, powerful about um, police brutality and stuff, and I think you guys would really like it. So you, you should, if you get the chance to play it on your... On your show or whatever, people. Absolutely. People Matter of fact, we might put like it that. on this show, man. We gonna <laughs> put it at the end of this, man. We gonna might we, we gonna yeah. put it on the end of it, man. We appreciate that, man. This was. And there's another awesome. song about Eddie Marbo's thing called um, "From." I'll just type it. "From Little Things, Big Things Grow." Okay. Um, I'll just type it in uh, by Paul Kelly. By Paul and Kelly. That's the story of that Eddie Marbo story. So. You can get this stuff through music. It's a bit easier to learn, you know, when you hear someone sing it. Okay. okay. Um, so, yeah, look, I, I, I just, you know, it's, um, I hear what you guys are talking about and, and I, I just hope that, you know, with COVID, with what happened, I used to dream as a kid about what would it be like if we didn't have time and money. Mm. <laughs> you know, like, mm. they're like made up systems and then this fucking lockdown happened and time and money became irrelevant. Yeah. That's real. Your dream came to realization. (laughs) 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 Not only that, like the other cool thing was then Black Lives Matter happened. Absolutely. And so the other half of the story came out. And so finally, we're starting to get some balance and maybe we can move forward from here. Man, bro, I thank you. We going to keep in touch with you because what you're saying is dope. Absolutely. Whenever I need some Australian history, I'm definitely going to touch touch base with you so I can learn some more. Hey, absolutely. We, yeah. we, we, we are always on pie bean every other Thursday. So probably not next Thursday, but with the, uh, the other Thursday after that. So anytime you want to tune in, bro, you can always tune in, man. We always willing to listen. And whenever you come on the state side. Yeah. Yeah, man. Hit us up, bro. Yeah. If you ever come to St. Yeah. Louis, hit us where up. You, where you been on the state side? I've uh, been to, when I was 14, I went to um, the West Coast. I did California. And oh, yeah. yeah. You got the Seattle. superficial life. You need the, <laughs> you need, you need the, the real Bible Belt, gun-toting, <laughs> United States of America. <laughs> <laughs> you need the real American experience. <laughs> open carry, Texas. Open carry. Yo, so my city is open, open carry. carry. Absolutely. My really? city. Yeah, yeah, I'm in Missouri. So I'm going to tell you a real story. I'm going to tell everybody on a podcast. I'm just real like that. So I'm going through the airport. Like I went on a flight last weekend. I was going to D.C. And uh, TSA stopped me. And I'm like, what the? What they doing? They taking forever. Like, next thing you know, they bring my backpack near me. They pull out. And then they pull my gun out there. I'm like, oh, my God. I didn't realize I had my gun in my bag. <laughs> and I had it loaded. <laughs> But for oh, yes, but fortunately, I'm I live I'm a resident of Missouri, which is in St. Louis, uh, which St. Louis is in, and that we can open carry here. Like we can have gun. We don't need a permit. You can have a Absolutely. gun in your car without a permit. So the cops was like, we're not gonna do anything to you because your record is clean. But you're gonna get a hefty fine from TSA. Absolutely. That hefty fine is like a minimum of four thousand dollars. Wow. Up to a maximum of thirteen thousand dollars. Wow. Exactly. (laughs) But no, man, we appreciate you. you. Yeah, man. You just one last thing. Like I don't, I don't get the gun thing over there. You guys are fucking crazy. 
you just you wonder why people get shots because you're a fucking <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> you said they use rubber bullets over there, huh? <laughs> we got rid of a lot of the guns, eh? So uh, uh, we seem to be doing all right. Yeah, man. We hey, well, we appreciate you calling in, man. Like I said, man, we on Welcome. every Thursday, man. Hey, you drop some drew some jewels on us right now, man. There's a lot of plethora of information. And we just want to say mm. thank you, man. We appreciate that. You're right. Play that song when you get the chance. It's good. I'm telling you, man, well, we on SoundCloud and all on streaming apps, man. So Ooh. once you hear it, man, we you should hear it on there. I might put it on here, man. We, we me and Meech, man, we gonna we gonna put it on. Yeah, here, them probably. boys might come after us for that licensing, right? Though, but we don't give a fuck. <laughs> we rebels. <laughs> see you, man. All right, all right man. You. Appreciate Peace. it. Damn, that was heavy, man. Man, that was hella dope, bro. Hey, yeah, that was real heavy, man. I mean, that was that was heavy though, man. Captain Cook and all. Nah, look, you gotta let you gotta let them just go. You yeah, just gotta let them talk yeah, that because yeah. a lot of people we only focus in our own little narcissistic way on our own country and our own life. And it's just a big yes. ass globe. Hey, it's and bigger we, than us, right? It's bigger than Nino Brown. <laughs> you know I was going on with that. It's bigger than Nino Brown. But it's so uh, good to hear how history has, has affected other people of other countries. Absolutely. absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Because it just didn't... And a lot of people's history is a lot worse off. Like, these people ain't even recognized by the government. government Aboriginal. Aboriginal. 50,000 years, Physical. I'm reading the comment. Yeah. Come on, dog. What's Come on, man. Hey, that's hard, bro. Hey, man, we thank you, we thank you for calling in. I think I'm saying it right. Linga, Longa. Man, you, you, you really uh, uh, dropped some jewels on us right now, man. Got this new captain cook, there's 
to show you how to move. How you wanna raise a flag with a rifle that make us wanna celebrate anything but survival? Nah, you watching telly for the bachelor, but wouldn't read a book about a fuckload of massacres? I remember all the blood and what carried us. They remember 20 recipes for lamingtons. Yeah, their ancestors got a boat ride. Both mine saw them coming until they both died. Fuck celebrating days made of misery. Why I still got the black history? And that turtle get you banned from the parliament if you ain't having the conversation. Well, then we starting it. <laughs>